You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Uh, Amelia Kruby here in the Chirp Studios today with Tiny Fireflies. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Can you introduce yourself to the people of the podcast? Hi, lovely people. My name is Christine. And I'm Lyle. And I'm Brian, but I'm not here, and I'm here in spirit. And we're Tiny Fireflies. (laughs) Perfect. Thanks for joining us again. Um, (laughs) Let's start off talking about how you guys first formed Tiny Fireflies, because I know it was kind of supposed to be a one-off thing and then became a much bigger project. So can you give us the rundown of that background? Yeah, so I think it, the way it all started was uh, we were contacted by this label that was putting together uh, sort of a lofty idea of what if we had a bunch of people who were in different bands collaborating and writing a song together, and then what if we made a compilation of all those collaborations, and that was called Between Two Waves, and that was sort of the genesis of this project. Uh, Christine and I uh, each had separate uh, solo projects, hers being Tiny Microphone, mine being Fireflies. Uh, and we also played in a band called hence Very... Hence the name. Hence the name. Hence the name. Okay. <laughs> and so, uh, and we also played together in a band called Very Truly Yours. Um, and so it was, it seemed, uh, when we were approached by that label to do that collaboration, uh, that seemed like a very convenient uh, collaboration since we, you know, we knew each other. So we we put together a song for that compilation, uh, just expecting, you know, that was that. Um, and people really liked it. Um, it was one of the better liked tracks on the compilation. And so they asked us to do uh, three more songs for a single. And then from there, we just kind of kept, kept making kept music. Kept asking for more. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let us stop. <laughs> The people. Yeah. So you put out the Tiny Fireflies EP back in 2011. Yeah. Is that right? And then you just put out the space between last year. Yes. So how do you think your sound has changed between that time? Um, Well, we took some time off. Um, Our first EP came out in 2011. And then in 2012, we put out the Change EP, Mm -hmm. which um, was you know, fun and whatever. And um, between 2012 and 2015, we didn't really know what we were doing. And so we we had a lot of time to contemplate, like, what we wanted for this band. Is it going to continue? Like, did we want, like, and if it was going to continue, um, what would we want it to sound like? And so Mm -hmm. all that time in between making change and making the space between, we accumulated a bunch of vintage analog synthesizers and we had like life stuff happen because three Mm -hmm. years is a long time and I think the new stuff um, is a progression of our sound and of us as human beings and that's what we tend to tell people but it's a very um, to me emotional type of record where Mm. the other things that we did not to say that we didn't put as much effort into it but it was kind of like oh this sounds cool this sample sounds cool let's just do this and hey what what's going on today oh i'll write a song about it whereas like i felt like the songs on here have a little more 
little more weepy moments um, than my other our other work. Yeah, and I think we were trying to be slightly more intentional as opposed to, you know, everything we'd kind of done before was like, oh, we need some songs, uh, throwing it together. Whereas this Because we were so fortunate, too, to have other people say, hey, we want to put it yeah, up for you. Yeah. And this one we put up on our own. So we self-released mm-hmm. it, and it was self-motivating to right. put it together as well. And so we had more time to do exactly what we wanted um, and the liberty to do that, which I think was where you were going with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... I like what you said about how you felt like this album was a bit more emotional. I felt kind of that way, too. There was some kind of like poignant depth or something going on maybe in the newer material. Can you maybe speak to a little bit of where that came from? Or is there a track that you really think there's a good story behind? Or Sure. I think the saddest, there, there's there's two things, I think, with this album. Um, the question of, oh, my God, what am I going to do in my, with my life? Mm-hmm. And another one, I ended up getting diagnosed with a really rare, rare type of disease between mm-hmm change and this record and so there was a lot of self-reflection of you know life's too short and you know Mm -hmm. how can we I mean how can we make life more meaningful while at the same time going like oh my god what am I doing with my life and so there's like these big existential questions about Mm -hmm. how um to confront that and the two songs in particular um wake up I think if you listen to the lyrics it's totally obvious it's like it's like, why, why are we wasting our time? And then um, Alive, which is, you know, the one about being sick. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it's what I was feeling at the time. And it was kind of like a therapeutic way of dealing with the situation. So. How do you guys write the songs? Do you work together? Do you work on them separately? What's your process like? I think we finally refined our process. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, it was kind of like, oh, I just play something, and hey, why don't you just like play something, and whatever. Now, it's a little bit more collaborative because I think we're challenging each other more. So basically, how it would start is um, I would come, I would come up with a melody and with um, a keyboard part in reason and then I'll give it to Lyle and be like this is the mood do whatever you want with it mm-hmm. and he's got the liberty to do anything he wants with it which can run the gamut right yeah it tends <laughs> to be that she gives me the idea and then I just kind of like throw a bunch of stuff at the wall so to speak mm-hmm. and then kind of send it back to her and say well here's and it almost like in my brain it's like okay it's done you know uh i I did it you know uh but then task complete check uh but then rarely does it work out it's not usually it's like you know send it back it's like well i'm not sure you know what are you doing there you know so then and it kind of like uh you know like like Christine said, it's it's sort of like challenging of like because I think I, I have tendencies of where I would what I would do with things, and so then to give it back to Christine and say, well, here's all the different things I thought might happen. What do you think of this? She'll kind of come back to me and say, well, this is working, but this isn't really working, 
And so then it's kind of like taking stuff away, replacing it with other stuff, and going from there. And then there's the... Um the added equation of working with Ian Cat. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> we want yeah. so I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he mm-hmm. is um Saint Etienne's guy. Mm-hmm. He's like their mastermind kind of. Well he is their he's their producer. He's their producer. And so and he does a lot of like Sarah Records type stuff, which is super influential to us. And so we've tried very hard to just be like, let's impress Ian. Like, yeah. he wants to work with us. Let's impress him. And so I feel like before things ever got to him, it, we probably went through, like, several iterations of mm-hmm. a track. Yeah. Um, there are some exceptions, I think. Like, um, like Wake Up, I think, in particular. Wake Up didn't, was like, yeah, didn't do anything. Like, done. But, yeah, but most of it was. And he, he added his own, I think, touches as well, which we kind of asked him to do. <laughs> So that that was a lot. It was a nice, you know, kind of like extra layer of collaboration. So this album came out at the end of last year, and yes. then what have you been doing, kind of, since then for the first part of this year? Um, so this year we've just been spending time trying to promote the album. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got lots of copies in our basement. So <laughs> if anyone wants that, um, no, uh, we had a really great record release with um, Star Tropics and Ariel from Chicago, who we love, mm-hmm. um, and we've just been playing shows. We're we just came back from New York. We were in New York last week um, at New York City Pop Fest. And we've got we've got a music video that's coming out soon for one of our tracks, which is um, exciting. It's based off the movie Persona by Ingmar Bergman. And we're really excited about that. And then we actually also released the record in Japan through mm-hmm. another label, or through our label, because ours was self-released, called Art Union, and we did um, two extra tracks for that, which is cool. So we've been keeping busy. I think we're spending, I mean, we're trying to do a little bit of touring over the summer, mm-hmm. um, and then we're going to reflect, because I think we want to make sure there's not three years in between LP2, because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we, we've already, I think, got the ideas in our heads. It's just... Like, if I could have anything, like, any, if I had a genie, and I was like, and it was like, hey, what do you want? I would say, I want a month to hang out in a cabin and write LP2. And maybe, like, Mm -hmm. a bunch of dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for coming in today, guys. It's been great to chat with you. Uh, We can't wait to see you around the city this summer and head into next year, too. Thanks. Thanks so much. You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.